You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You are listening to House of Cards. I'm your host for the hour. We're going to talk to a guy who is quite a character. He is a former mobster out of Chicago's outfit. He was the consultant on the movie Casino that is now celebrating its 20th anniversary. And he also offers a wonderful tour of all the casino sites in Las Vegas. His name is Frank Collada, and he'll be joining us as well. And then, for those of you working on your No Limit Cash game, we have an expert on that who has now written his second volume of a two-volume book. His name is Jonathan Little. You may know him as an incredibly successful tournament player and cash game player. We're going to talk to him about beating the No Limit Cash games and specifically what's in this volume, too. So stay tuned. We'll have a mailbag segment as well. You want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code RADIO, and you'll get up to $100 real cash back, plus for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a wager required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and dates apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. How lucky you are. With Ashley Adams. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Who the hell do you think you are? Hi, 
listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. We like to have guests from all different walks of life related to gambling, and today is no exception. We are very fortunate to have a guy who describes himself as a past member of the Chicago Outfit, a former mobster. He is also the technical advisor for the movie Casino, and he runs a casino tour now. His name is Frank Collada, and he's with us. Are you there, Frank? Yes, I am, and thank you for having me on your show. Well, I'm very pleased to have you. I have a million questions that I think our listeners would be interested in. First of all, how is it that you came to be the technical advisor for the great movie Casino? Well, uh, Nick Taleggi, who did the screenplay for it and wrote the movie, he uh, reached out for me and asked me if I would like to be a consultant on the movie. And, of course, I accepted it and uh, wound up doing some scenes in the movie also. They needed my help, according to Nick Pelleggi. Uh, without me, they could have never got the movie done as accurate as it was done. How did they even know to contact you? I mean, were you a mobster at the time, or were you a, just a well-known person in Hollywood? I was, no, I was in the witness protection program, and they know I was had a lot of notoriety in the cases that I was involved in. So, uh, and I, they knew I lived in Vegas or I had lived in Vegas and they wanted somebody that was familiar with organized crime in Las Vegas. Are so you they s- reached out to the federal government and the government reached out to me. Are you still in the witness protection program? Is that a lifetime thing? No, I've been out of it for 30 years. What is, you know, I've seen lots and lots of scenes in movies and TV shows about the witness protection program. What is it exactly, and what was it like to be in it? Well, first of all, it's very lonely, and you have to change your whole uh, character. You no longer could be that same person you were, and your language, and who you hang with, and the restaurants you go. It's just kind of plain lonely. You know, you have to adapt to it, and if you want to stay alive. Were you in it alone, or did you have any family member or members that were in it with you? I had family members at first, and then when I had uh, my daughter had a, a baby, then uh, they got a little worried, you know. So we we divorced, and they went, my wife and daughter and kids they went their own way, and I went my own way. I see. Uh, so you say you've been out for thirty years. Are you no longer at risk of retribution? Is that the thought? I'm sure I'm not. Everybody that uh, I was involved with in them years are they're all dead. There's only one guy left, and he's in uh, he's in federal prison. He's in a wheelchair, and he's got lung cancer. So I see. And there's no more outfit in Chicago. Gotcha. So it's the 20th anniversary of the movie Casino, the great movie Casino that took place in Las Vegas. Um, tell us about the making of the movie and uh, why you think it has such staying power. Well, uh, it, it, you know, the making of the movie it took six months. They could have uh, usually a movie takes about three months or less, but it took six months in Vegas uh, for what reasons I don't know. Don't forget it's a three-hour movie, and for that that whole length of time I spent in Vegas doing the movie with the people, and I was uh, I actually had a seat right along Martin Scorsese. And I sort of told him what I thought was right and what was wrong, because he likes things to be right up there, honest, you know, and to the fact. So that's what my function was. And uh, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted, and uh, that's the end of the movie. And how, why is it still going good? Because people like it. I'm out there promoting the movie constantly. You think I got points in it? You know, big points, and I don't. <laughs> but... Uh, I'm out there promoting it, and I even put a tour together, uh, Casino Map Tour, because people want to know about the movie and, you know, how it took place and all the characters that were involved and all of that. Sure. I, I want to get to the tour. Uh, and listeners, we're talking to Frank Collada, who is a past member of the Chicago Outfit and uh, does a tour in Las Vegas. But before I do, I had a couple of other questions about you. Did you do any other consulting work on any other movies or television shows? I've done a lot of documentaries. Uh, 
for all different uh, cable stations. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe six or seven documentaries. And so anytime an organized crime documentary comes up, I'm usually on there for some reason or another. You know, when they need to know about certain things in Chicago, they'll contact me and I do a documentary. You are the default expert on the mob when they need a talking head on a documentary, huh? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Do you uh, do you think the public attitude about the mob over the years is now pretty right, or do you think most people really don't have a sense of uh, what it really was all about? Most people don't really have a sense of what it was all about. That's one of the main reasons why they reach out for me in this tours, because they want to know, you know, about organized crime, what it was. Believe it or not, I find that a lot of people I met through the years doing this uh, are really uh, infatuated with characters like myself and people I uh, grew up with. And I sort of let them know uh, what it was all about, the life and the bad and the good, you know. We'll be right back. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. You're listening to the House of Cards. Do you know what a straight flush is? It's like unbeatable. Like unbeatable is not unbeatable. Hey, I know that now. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards Listeners, again, we're talking to Frank Collada, who runs the casino tour in Las Vegas, a former mobster himself, and he was the uh, advisor on the movie Casino, now celebrating his 20th year. So what do you think most – this is a hard question to answer, Frank, I realize – but what do you think most people get wrong about the mob and mobsters? They do – they tend to glamorize them. They tend to glamorize the life. What do we get wrong? What don't we see accurately? Well, you just said it. They tend to glamorize. Uh, this that type of life. I, they see that movie, The Godfather, which was a great movie, but uh, in life it was not near like that. You know, us guys were actually normal, functioning people, and uh, we just uh, were illegal. We did illegal things, and uh, most I'd say you know it's going to sound a little funny to you, but I'd say ninety nine percent of the time, what we done illegally, the government's doing legally now. <laughs> You know, as far as bookmaking and uh, loan sharking, you know, they want to make the money. So that's where that all went, you know. And, you know, it was a glamorous life. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of headaches also involved in it, were involved in it, I should say. Yeah, I mean, the impression we get is that it was uh, very exciting. Um, Here's a question I have for you. The impression that I have is that, for the most part, organized crime, as it existed back in the 60s and before, has largely been stamped out. Do you think that's true, or do you think, no, it's as strong as it ever was? I could uh, I could talk for Chicago. There's probably a little bit of very, very slight amount of organized crime in Chicago. And nobody wants to be the boss, because all bosses go to jail. All right? So if there's anything that's on a small scale, 
which if the government got involved, they'd make it a big scale because they like, you know, they publicize themselves. Now, as far as New York goes, they got several different families there, and I'm sure it's probably a lot stronger in New York than it is in Chicago as far as. So did you have a hand in the mob museum in Las Vegas, or did they do all that stuff without your involvement? No, I'm definitely involved in that museum. I'm on several uh, uh, write-ups in there, and there's monitors in there, and you'll see me talking on the monitor. And uh, there's a lot of, lot of me in there in the mob museum. And, yes, I did have a hand in it. When they were putting it together, I had spoke with the woman that was in charge. And they needed my help, and I uh, donated the script uh, of Casino to the Mob Museum. You know. Ah, I see. I, I toured it with my wife. Uh, it's definitely a fascinating place. We spent, I think it's about a two- to three-hour kind of thing, and uh, it's done, Minimum. I think. Yeah, it's done very well. Tell us now about the Casino Tour, what you cover, and uh, what you'll see if you go on it. First, when you get on the bus, you'll get on the bus. You know, we have one of these nice buses. And it holds, we could hold any number amount of people. We start out at 10 number of people, and we could go up to 50. You know, uh, and what they do is they get on, and we have some uh, uh, audio playing video. And it shows uh, Nick Pelleggi talking about uh, my role in the movie Casino. It's about a six-minute conversation with him. And then you, then I enter the bus. When I get on the bus, we make our first stop at uh, a mob hangout that Sam Giancana, Mo Giancana, I'll refer to him as that, owned the property and built the restaurant for this guy, Joe Pignatelli, who was his driver. And Joe Pig ran the joint. And I tell him about the movie Casino, what was played, and, you know, the parts that were done in that particular place, which now is called Piero's. Then we leave there, and we cruise on, and we go to the Las Vegas Country Club. And I tell them about that, who built that country club, and who built the Sunrise Hospital, Mo Bayless. And then uh, we talk a little bit about Lefty Rosenthal, who played uh, Rothstein in the movie, Casino. And uh, I showed a gate where the money used to come out of the skim money. Then we head on over to uh, Bertha's Home Furnishings. That's the last robbery we attempted to do in Las Vegas that I could say that was probably the end of organized crime in Las Vegas. That was uh, the end. Hmm. And they busted us because we were, we went into a trap. You know, it was a trap. And then from there, I tell them all about that robbery, all the criminals that were involved, the whole in the wall gang we were referred to. Then I bring them over to, uh, we go over to Tony Roma's, where huh. Lefty Rosenthal's car was blown up and Lefty survived. And I give him my theory on it, who I thought killed, uh, who attempted to kill Lefty. And then from there, we go to the spot where Frankie Bluestein, in the movie they call him Frankie Blue, and he was not a crook or anything illegal. His father was a Thiepson. Uh, he was with the Thiepsters. He was a steward. Steve Blue, his father's name was. And I told him that the kid was legit, and that I seen him a half hour before he was murdered by the cops at this location. We show him the location. We show him the car, pictures of the car. Meanwhile, the video's playing in the car and it's showing all of this stuff. Then from there, we go down a little further on Eastern and I show him where the house was that we shot the movie Casino. Huh. Uh, outside, we stand and I, we do photo op out there. I let the people take pictures with me and so on. And then from there, we go to where I used to own my restaurant, the Upper Crust. And I show them that, and I show them the bank building where the FBI used to hide in there with cameras and watch the skies in front of my restroom. Of course, I have videos to show and pictures, live pictures to show that I have. And I talk about the situation there, and then from there, uh, we go to, uh, we'll pass by, sometimes we go by Tony's former home, Tony Splash's former home. And meanwhile, the video's going, and I'm doing a lot of talking, and I'm answering questions for people. Then we stop, and we have a, a pizza. Now, that's just on the one tour. The first casino tour, one is more expensive than the other. The first one, the casino tour, I really jumped the gun over there. We start out at the Mob Museum. Uh-huh. And, we, and I bring a former FBI agent, 
and he walks the people through the mob museum. He shows them everything, talks about everything. After that, two hours in there, then they come downstairs, and we go. they go out the back door, and that's where they meet me for the first time. And they get some champagne. We have champagne for them. They get in the bus. Then we continue our tour. So mostly everything I just talked about. Yeah, right. So that's and a whole day. up at a pizza place, huh? That's a whole day. If they do two hours. Five hours. Five hours. Jeez. That particular tour is five hours. Wow. The other shorter one I said first is two and a half hours. The shorter tour is one hundred and nineteen ninety five. The two and a half hour one. The longer one is one eighty. That's the one for five and a half hours. And in all these tours, we give you we give you people a little gift plus champagne and pizza. Uh, and I also have my books that I autograph for them. Well, Frank, this was a and great admitted to that. <laughs> a great interview. Well, let me just ask you, give your website out so that people going to Las Vegas can sign up for what strikes me as a bargain of a deal for five and a half hours of your time. Where do they go online? Yeah. Casino Map Tours. It's called Casino Map Tours. You can go online and look it up. Casino Map Tours or the Map Tour. Okay, Casino and, Mob and, Tours or the Mob Tour. Yeah, and if they want to purchase my book, my books, they're also on Amazon.com. One book is called Colada, and the other book is called The Hole in the Wall Game. Great. Well, Frank, I appreciate you spending the 20 minutes with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Listeners, All we, right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, listeners, we were just talking to Frank Colada, past member of the Chicago Outfit, advisor to the movie casino and he also runs what sounds like a great tour in las vegas of all the mobster sites over the years we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back attention poker players Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone or tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. 
Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of January 18, 2016. Lawmakers in New Jersey have reached a deal to put a statewide referendum on the November ballot asking voters for their approval of two new casinos in northern Jersey. The deal would impose a minimum of a $1 billion investment in each of the two casino proposals. The deal would allow existing Atlantic City casino operators six months to submit a proposal for projects. If they fail to do so, the licenses would be available to any interested company. For the fifth year in a row, Las Vegas casinos have seen increases in their total revenues. The Nevada Gaming Control Board reported that the casinos reported a 2.9% increase in revenues from 2014, bringing in $24.6 billion. A little over 43% of that revenue came from gambling, which is the industry's lowest percentage ever. And finally, poker pro Antonio Esfandiari was disqualified from a poker tournament held at the Atlantis Casino in the Bahamas. However, it wasn't for something poker-related. Apparently, Esfandiari was disqualified for urinating in a bottle at the table. In an interview with Poker News, Esfandiari apologized for his childish behavior. Hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at virgincasino.com with promo code VIRGIN and you'll get up to $100 real cash back plus for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 or over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a waiter required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and date supply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- Gambler. This, this is, is the House of Cards. This is your poker education. Let's play some cards. Welcome back, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Um, we get a lot of different types of guests. We have poker room managers. We have uh, novelists. We have all sorts of interesting people in the poker world. But to me, the bread and butter of this show is helping listeners, helping poker players become better at their craft, either so that they become more profitable or they become 
better so that they enjoy the game more or both. Uh, We have a guest who's going to help with that. He has helped already. He's been on before. His name is Jonathan Little, and he is he's written volume two of his so far two part series live no limit cash games. Without any further ado, Jonathan Little, are you there? I am here. Thank you very much for having me today. Well, welcome back on. Uh, for those listeners who are not familiar with you, and there are probably a few, give give them a little bio so that they know that you know of what you speak. So I'm primarily a tournament player. I have about $6 million in live tournament caches, and I also play a lot online as well. But uh, for quite a while, I, I played a pretty good amount of live cash games, and that is why I ended up writing this book. Where do you play your cash games? Whenever I was playing a lot, I would go to Blagio every day and usually play something like 1020 or 2550 or higher whenever it ran, uh, no limit. But whenever I play now, it's usually whenever I travel to a live poker tournament, I'll go there for a series, and if I happen to bust somewhat early in the day in a tournament, I'll go play cash games until around midnight and then go to bed and repeat the process over and over. <laughs> Wash, rinse, repeat. Right. So... Uh, how long have you been doing this, Jonathan? When did you start your career, and how long have you been doing it? I started playing poker when I was about 17 years old, and I am 30 years, 30 years old now, so 13 years, give or take a little bit. But I became a professional when I was probably 19 or so. And where do so you live now? Ago. Where do you live now? I am currently all over the place. I am in New York City sometimes. I'm in New York City sometimes. I'm in Canada sometimes. I'm in Las Vegas sometimes, and I'm traveling the live poker circuit. So I'm I'm all over the place. All right, but your home is. If you were to define your home, other than saying all over the place, which I heard you say a few times, where would you say <laughs> your home is? I, I suppose it's New York City. That's where I'm. Where my fiance lives, and I, I go there. To, I go there and hang out with her quite often. Fair enough. Uh, the last time you were on, you were talking about your first No Limit Cash Game book, Volume 1. Tell us about Volume 2. What is it, how is it laid out, and what will it help players uh, address in their game? Well, Volume 1 of Jonathan Little on Live No Limit Cash Games pretty much went through and listed what I do in most of the spots that you're going to encounter in cash games. It was a, effectively a theory book that went through and um, really just tried to give a very solid, fundamental game plan that players could follow and, and do reasonably well. And most cash games depend, uh, regardless of whether or not they are playing against very weak players or very good players. I try to teach the readers how to play well versus all sorts of player types. And then volume two, volume two is a workbook effectively where I play around a hundred hands. Actually, maybe more. I don't know how many hands it is. <laughs> I, I play a bunch of. I go through a bunch of hands that I played at the Commerce Casino. I was playing ten twenty no limit and twenty forty no limit there during one of my tournament stops, like I frequently do. And I wrote down all of the hands that I played. So over the course of a four day period, I played quite a bit, and I turned all of those hand examples into this book. And there were a lot of really fun spots. You get to know some of the players I played with because that's very important, and you get to see the adjustments I make based on those players. Okay, well, this this sounds like, first of all, even if someone didn't play poker a lot, if they were just interested in, you know, the thinking of a poker player and interesting examples of how poker plays out, your book would be that. But I suspect that most of the people who listen to this show are interested in getting better themselves. So let me ask you this. I have a few questions in that vein. First of all, I've often wondered, guys that play Big poker, as you do, 10, 20, 25, 50, 50, 100, no limit. Um, can you really draw lessons that a guy that's just a casual one-two player can learn from? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to find that most of the time, whenever you're playing cash games, you're trying to get involved in games with weak players, and you're trying to play most of the pots with weak players. And in small stakes games, you're much, they're much more fortunate in those games because a lot of the players are weaker. So it's actually significantly easier to do well in small-stakes games and high-stakes games because you make money by playing with people who are worse than you. And I actually outlined in this um, volume, two that a few times there were bigger games running that I would not play because I did not think the games were profitable. And I think the game selection is a skill that becomes significantly more important as you move up because you have to play with players who are worse than you. And um, I mean, small stake games are significantly easier to beat for for the exact reason that there are many more soft spots at every table. 
And quite often you attack the soft spots in the same ways at the higher stakes that you do in the small stakes games, but there are fewer of them. Okay, I understand that, and I understand that uh, lower stakes games are going to have more soft players, but I guess here's where I'm troubled. If I'm a pitcher in a baseball game, yeah, I understand. If I'm against uh, really amateur-level batters, I'm going to strike more of them out if I'm a really good pitcher, but the game is essentially exactly the same. I'm trying to throw strikes. I'm trying to blow it by people, and if there are bad batters at the plate, I'm going to have an easier time of it. But here's where I often have questions about poker strategy. If I'm in a game with good players, not necessarily world-class players, but kind of players that you might find in a 10-20 game or a 25-50 game, they're pretty darn good. The game itself is different from a game with lots of bad players because at the lower stakes games, I mean, for example, just pre-flop. If I'm playing 1-2, a lot of games that I play in, in you know, low stakes games, it's 1-2. Everybody would call the $2. Um, nobody will raise much of it, not all the time, but some of the time. Or if I make it $7, I'll get five callers. If you're playing 25-50, it's going to be very different. You're going to be playing many more hands heads up, and you're going to have to consider how to outthink the one player you're up against as opposed to how you're going to deal with seven callers. So aren't there different kinds of things that you have to do in the low-stakes games against a lot of bad, soft players that you wouldn't necessarily be doing in the game with one or two uh, tough opponents? Well, I think what you have to do is you have to figure out where your edge is coming from and then play accordingly. And then the small stakes games are actually pretty easy to beat, which is why most good players move out of them very quickly because they realize whenever there are seven people in the pot, you don't need to do anything too creative. You just make a good hand and get paid off by a guy who isn't going to fold his top pair bad kicker or something like that. Right. So that you'll find that your profit in smaller stakes games will typically come from your opponents paying you off poorly way more often than they should, whereas in high-stakes games, you do have to uh, maximize your fold equity. So you have to make your opponents fold more often than they should. But that being said, whenever you're playing in a high-stakes game, for example, you have to realize that you have to play against different players in various different ways. But, yeah, there's certainly um, – the, in the small-stakes games, the games are much much easier because you can just sit there and play relatively straightforward, play a solid, tight, aggressive style, and win. And sometimes – particularly at, at the Commerce Casino in the games I was playing, and that was my strategy a pretty good amount of the time. My, my goal was to make the good players not mess around with me. That way I get to steal a little bit more than I should. And also to play as many pots as I could with the weak players. And quite often there were four or five weak players at the table who were limping every hand and calling every race. So. And this and is even at the, at the, that's even at the higher level that you were playing. You found there were four or five uh, guys that would pay you off. Yeah, I mean, that's often the case in whenever you're traveling to play poker during a tournament series, you'll find that the higher stakes games are significantly softer than they are any other time of the year, and that's because there are a lot more recreational players there to play. Huh. And do you cover all this stuff in Volume 2? I I mean, I cover game selection and seat selection a ton in Volume 1, but I do outline, you know, that, that these games are fairly standard for what you will find in Roughly mid-stakes games. I would I would say that the games that I were playing with were probably comparable to like a standard two-five game, like on a regular day at any casino. I see. But even though the game, even though the stakes are much higher, I mean the stakes. I think people, a lot of people get confused when they see high-stakes games because they assume the high-stakes games must must be tougher. And that's generally true, but it's not necessarily true because if you have a bunch of rich guys playing who don't care at all, it, it doesn't matter what stakes they're playing for. The game's still soft. And that's, that's why you actually see a lot of these um, you know, high-stakes private games that are incredibly soft that marginal poker players can crush because even though they're playing 200-400 or something like that, they are playing with a bunch of weaker competition. So are you planning to go out to the World Series and play tournaments and cash, or what's your plan coming up in May? I'm probably going to play primarily tournaments, although I'm not entirely sure. Um, I really sort of play it by feel. I plan to play poker pretty much every day when I'm out there. I, I'm definitely going to play pretty much all of the No Limit Hold'em tournaments besides the, I think, is it the million-dollar one this year? Is that next year? I don't know what it is. I, Whatever the big one is. <laughs> I think they got a million one this year, yeah. 
yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play the million-dollar one, but beyond that, I'll play pretty much all the no-limit tournaments and also pot-limit Omaha tournaments. And if I have spare time, it, it really depends on how much poker I've been playing. If I've been playing a ton of poker because I've been making a lot of deep runs or day twos or whatever, then I'll be more inclined to not play cash games. But if I show up to play at noon and I bust at 1230, I'm probably going to go play cash games that day. Do you find that playing, going back and forth from cash to tournaments, that playing one affects how you play the other, or are they totally separate and they don't really bleed into each other at all? They are totally separate games in my mind, and I recognize that, but I think a lot of people do not recognize that. They play all the games relatively the same. And you'll see a lot of players who they'll go play some limit hold'em, then they'll go play some no limit hold'em, then they'll play some sit and goes, and they'll play tournaments, and they'll use the same strategy for all of these games. And they're probably pretty good at one of those games, but you can't use one, a, a strategy for a game that is not built for that game. So that's definitely not a good thing to do. And that's also why you hear some people say that tournament players are not good at cash games. But what they're really saying is that if you play a tournament style in a cash game, you're going to lose, which is true because you can't push people around quite as much because your opponents have no incentive to not go broke, whereas in tournaments going broke is a much bigger deal. So the tournament players who do not adjust are simply just not, they don't recognize the games are two completely different things. Right. Uh, We're going to have to end with that. I want to make sure, though, that our listeners know how to get your book. All the major bookstores, uh, definitely check out my personal website, jonathanlittlepoker.com, where I'll be releasing all the information. If you guys sign up for my email list there, you'll get a lot of free poker training videos and training content, and also we'll be sending out information about the book as soon as it is available. Terrific. As always, Jonathan, great having you on the show. We look forward to having you back again. Thanks for having me. All right, listeners, that was Jonathan Little, author of Jonathan Little on Live No Limit Cash Games Volume 1 and now Volume 2. We're going to take a brief break, and then we'll be right back. You want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code RADIO, and you'll get up to $100 real cash back, plus for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a wager required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and dates apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. 
Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's JerseyManMagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Atlantic City. It will change every idea you ever had about winning and losing. Susan Sarandon, she has the ambition. Burt Lancaster has the experience. Alone, they might not make it. Together, they might not survive. Burt Lancaster, Susan Sarandon, Atlantic City. For everyone who's ever needed one more chance. Welcome back to House of Cards. Um, Doug, that sounded like Jack Webb from Dragnet. Do you know who voiced that uh, promo for Atlantic City? Uh, you know what? It, that That is one of the cheesiest promos, I thought. I mean, we, we cut out all the weird scenes in it. and But, uh, no, 1980 film. Great, great, great I, film. I love that film. Yeah, Burt Lancaster. Dave, what do we have this week? I always have to uh, do the housekeeping first, I've been told. So if you have a question for us, you can email us at info to houseofcardsradio.com. And I corrected this. You can tweet us. I got the right conjugation of that term. Tweet us at HOC Radio. Post a question on our Facebook page or leave a message or text us on the House of Cards hotline 609-474-4627. And remember, if we use your uh, question on the air, you get a party poker baseball hat. Stephen from Mountain City, Nevada. Living in Nevada, I am bombarded with offers to play online gambling and poker sites. I was an avid online player before the Black Friday indictments and had a lot of difficulty getting back my money. In your opinion, how safe are the online gaming sites that are legal today? Uh, I know you have a lot of experts in the field on the show, and I want to get your take on the matter. The answer is easy. The answer is they are completely safe. They're regulated. Uh, The sites absolutely are going to do everything they can to grow. That's their their only objective now is growing the market. There's no chance, in my view, that they are going to abscond with any of the money, uh, juice any of the sites, do anything crooked in any way they want to succeed they're a legitimate business they're finally regulated and your money is as safe there as it is in a regular brick and mortar casino i mean the state governments want them to succeed so absolutely i can tell you a story the first online site i belonged to in new jersey was ultimate poker before it went belly up right they went belly up in new jersey and in nevada when I found out they were, you know, going under, they sent me a note saying, you know, we're we're closing up shop in New Jersey. And a week after that, and I didn't do anything, they sent my check back. They had, they had money, and it was, it there was you great. Go. I, I am convinced it, it's even safer playing online in a regulated site in Nevada, in Delaware, in New Jersey, than it is playing in a casino uh, because, at least online, they can monitor who's playing. If you think that there's been collusion uh, they can look over hand histories. They have accurate records of where everybody is. They have account information. You'll get your money. I, completely safe. Yeah. The problem is it's not in 50 states. And it's not hooked up to the rest of the world. So I haven't played yet. I, I can tell you, I, I tried when I got this question. You know, I haven't tried looking at it out of state in New Jersey. So I'm breaking the fourth wall here. We do it in Mass, do the show in Massachusetts. So I figured let me try and get on my party poker account. I typed it up, and a big song is, you are not in New Jersey. Please leave this site immediately. <laughs> right. Well, it, that's a, it's, to me, that's outrageous. Yeah. We should be able to play poker on the Internet yeah. anywhere, every, any time of day with anybody from around the world. It's going to be a while before we can. Uh, it can't happen soon enough. So in the meantime, we'll have to rely ha- on brick-and-mortar casinos. Has any of the guests we've had on given any glimmer of hope for a national and no, federal? they've all said the same thing. There, here's the mantra. Well, it's happening state by state. Sooner or later, there'll be a network of states, but it's going to be later rather than sooner before. It's a lot of states. They're trying it out now. Nevada and Delaware are hooked up. We'll see how that goes. The prospects are less than enthusiastic because there just isn't a large enough market. So we hope that you know something will happen. Massachusetts could change their laws. New York, once you get a major player, uh, California, New York, Ohio, 
uh, to come online and link up with some other states, then you're in business. But until then, um, I I just I, I think five years would be my uh, aggressive yeah. estimate of how soon. I, I got to say, I've heard horror stories that you know when you were playing online and like I guess it was which ones did you go with the uh, poker stars? Poker stars and yeah. you know I listening to that. I don't keep a lot of money in the accounts online. I, I take it out, put it in, and stuff like that. So I. Maybe that's a little bit of advice. If yeah, it's I, be, uh, I easily could have lost the twenty five hundred I had on full tilt had I not transferred it to my cousin's account. So I lost seventy bucks, but I'm not complaining. Do you have uh, friends that lost more? Or? Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Wow! But okay. they they may have, you know, they may have gotten it back. Uh, but a lot of people just didn't bother. They they had fewer than a hundred bucks. They didn't bother. Oh, okay. And remember, if you have a question for our mailbag, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet at us at HOC Radio, or leave a message or a text on the House of Cards hotline at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. And if we choose your question to answer on the air, you will receive a brand new party poker baseball hat. So um, that'll do it for this week. Come back next week. Until then, good day and good luck. podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com